Each month, a short highlight version of an earlier episode will be featured. The full interview can be found among our archives. Check in next week for a brand new episode of The Bait and Switch Podcast. Welcome back to The Bait and Switch Podcast. I'm Chris Beyer, as always, with my co-host Jim Martin. Hey, everybody. This is the final, final wrap-up of Season 1. It's kind of a behind-the-scenes retrospective. We decided to do this because we had finished all the highlight packages for Season 1, and and this is the second half of the retrospective. It's going to cover Episodes 11 through 20 of that first season. Uh, The first uh, guest that we had on that show was Chad... Honer. Is that how you say his name, Jim? Yep. Chad Honer. Yep. Yeah, that's that was, right. Uh, episode 11. That's somebody that you originally knew through work and then I got to know in another capacity. But right. another guy just called up and said, hey, you want to be on a show? And he, he agreed. I think I let him listen to one and he said, yeah, sure. Yeah. Chad's a real outgoing, friendly kind of guy. Uh, he's got a lot of stories to tell and those reasons there, you know. Yeah. And he was he was pretty dry. Mm-hmm. I just think, uh, you know, sometimes just his mannerisms and the way he tells the stories are funny. I forget exactly what, there's some story about him, I don't know, something with a, a car accident and a girlfriend or something. And, you know, just the way he tells his stories, it's, it's very, uh, it's very unique. It's very Chad. Actually, if you could distill our, our podcast into kind of one idea, it's, we're all three, or me and you are waiting for somebody to say something odd or funny. You know, yep. use a word that's different or use a phrase, a, you know, turn a phrase that's different and then direct everything onto that. Yeah. For better or for worse, just jump on that, you know, ride that one into the, into the dirt. But yeah. Our podcast is not meant to be topical. Now, we've done one or two episodes where it's about a topic, but generally yep. we don't do topics because I want our listeners to be able to go back and listen to any episode and have it be a fresh episode. And you don't have to have knowledge about what was going on in the world at that time. Yep. Uh, but one that we do that is topical is our Tour de France podcast. The genesis of that was Mitch Tyke from uh, episode eight of season one. I found out that he was a big cycling, uh, professional cycling fanatic, watched the tour and whatnot. And that's my big interest, uh, my big sporting interest. And we were happy to get Mitch on, kind of a named guest. Right. And I said to you, I said, hey, we can get this guy in for another episode. It was really about getting Mitch on the show again to mm-hmm. have our big name guest on twice. And so we did it, and then it became a tradition. We've done it twice. And as I mentioned, we'll probably do it a third time here uh, this year. It's been postponed because of the coronavirus. But that was, again, a topical sports-related one. It was really because of Mitch that we did it. Right, right. Yeah, and, and uh, I think I uh, quadrupled all of my biking knowledge in that one hour and a half episode or however long we talked <laughs> <laughs> because yeah. you know i i'm clearly the moderator on that show <laughs> you give me the little notes here read this and read this and read this we'll talk about this team and this team okay all right fine that's cool right. i'll follow along you know the fourth guest that was jerry kegel his family owns wheel and sprocket and so there's another very knowledgeable guy as far as bike racing is concerned right and right jerry was on the show and he appears later on our list for this first half of the season but that turned out good. It became a little bit of a tradition. I guess we've done it twice, and we'll probably do it a third time here again. Then the next episode was a friend of yours, Mike Cisco. Mike Cisco, yep. Another very charismatic guy with a lot of stories to tell. I don't know why, but I'm always surprised when people are like, wow, yeah, no, I'll be, you know, like they almost feel like uh, honored to, <laughs> to be asked me on the show. I guess nothing, it's not like Broadway or something, you know. 
reminded me of Ken a little bit where he came in kind of uh, uh, a little bit tight and, you know, he loosened up a little bit, but, but again, I guess because I see these guys outside of the podcast, I know what their personalities are like and I know how they normally act and, and I could tell that, okay, you're, you're nervous and, and things are coming out as, as easily as, as they normally do. But, but again, once you edit out all the stammering and whatnot, all of a sudden turns into good episodes. Those actually, those episodes are highly listened to. Mike Cisco's ones as well. Okay. You you were a little worried about this, but he started talking about his, he's got a large head. And, oh yeah. Uh, <laughs> and I started having fun with his head size there, and you were right. kind of like, well, we don't have to go there, but he was he was willing to go there, and it was right. a lot of fun. Yeah, he. I mean, he he obviously gets a lot of comments about that. Um, we had a little disagreement about that, but that's all right. It, it, I mean, it, it was funny too because he did join in and right. and um, it is surprising that we can actually get guests you know, because we've been doing it. We had fifty guests here so far, probably. I know. And you right. got the next one that year, episode fourteen was Sean Snowpeck. Sean is another guy with a ton of stories. He lived out in L.A. for a while. He was trying to make it big in music. He's a big musician. His brother's a, a big local musician here in Milwaukee, and. Um, so we talked to him a little bit about that. And, yeah, and, and I, uh, since, you know. I since have gotten to know Sean more because of yeah. meeting him that night. And he's played music with us and jammed with us. He's got a lot of fun energy to him. And he's, like you said, a very talented musician. Right, right. A lot of these guests that started off as like maybe acquaintances or maybe people didn't even know. And now some of them I would call friends. You know, I mean, Scott Paulus, you know, I know we're not talking about him right now, but you go down to Wauwatiki and you see Scott, hey, you know, Michelle. And I mean, just all, there's a lot of people who've come on the podcast and all of a sudden, like, you know, you're jamming with Sean, you know, it's just interesting. A lot of the things that have happened with this podcast that I never would have expected in the beginning, you know, so. Our next interview, episode 15, actually is our most listened to episode. Season one, episode 15, Richard Wilson. Okay. Now, Getting into the numbers behind uh, the scenes here in terms of our downloads, there was a period of time for about a month or two where we got a bunch of mystery downloads. These were downloads that looked suspicious, looked like they might have been bots or something like that. I, I, don't, I don't really know either, but it was, the reason why we thought it was suspicious is because there were round numbers, right? It was like right. 50, boom, 100, right. boom. And it was such a spike from any kind of normal, I mean, right. it was like we'd be 10, 10, boom, 50. They were essentially were getting like double the numbers for a month or two. So initially we thought, hey, things are taking off. But then it became apparent that those numbers were fake, probably. And probably, Richard's right. episode is the most listened to. Is it? I don't know. It might mm -hmm. be. Richard said he did get the word out. Okay. And a bunch of his friends listened. So I don't doubt he's got a bunch of downloads from his friends. Maybe the downloads are legit. But his was during that time where we weren't sure if they were legit. Okay, sounds like a kind of an unsolved mystery. Kind of thing. Right, yeah. So his episode, episode, season one, episode 15, is a good episode. He broke mm -hmm. into song a couple times, caught us off guard. Yes, he did. Yep, yep. I think that was the first time singing happened on the show. Yeah. Yeah. And then I came up with the idea that he could be the announcer for our show. Right. He's got a really great voice. Yep. Right, right. So we were doing the intros or the announcing for the first part of the shows. Uh, mm -hmm. And then... Maybe he started on season one or two. I forget. Or, you know, these things are always recorded in advance. So maybe he was doing them from like episode 10 on or something like that. I, I think so. I think so. Because cause I kept talking to Sean about doing music for season two. He's like, oh, I'm going to get you a musical score, a musical score. And it's just all oh, kind of a running joke. But 
I feel like we started with him in season two. Yeah, we can go back and listen, but I, I think yeah. that at least late season one, maybe. And yeah. then he did yeah. the intros for season one and season two, and then season three now is Bill Finn. Right, right. But that kind of stuff kind of evolved a little bit too. We we originally started like we want a, an intro into right. the episodes where we cut a little clip and kind of get you in, involved, and that was funny. And then and then an outro for the next one with a little clip. I really like that concept, but it was it is really time consuming, and it we kind of decided we didn't really need all that. Yeah, it's kind of evolved. Less in less is more. We've done a little bit less intro because it's self explanatory. One other thing uh, relating to what you just said is there's been a couple times, and one specifically was the Alice Morrison thing, where sometimes there was a joke in the edited material that didn't fit in, and I didn't want to have that whole piece in there because it wasn't strong enough, but it was good enough for a short joke. And Mm -hmm. so a couple of our intros and outros do not appear in the actual episode. Right, right, which which I think is kind of cool. It's kind of like seeing a preview for a movie. (laughs) With, with footage that never is in the movie. I don't know why that's kind of cool. It's like you get a little bit of a, you know, you always go back to the deleted scenes or whatever. I think right. that's, that's kind of interesting. Right. Um, there was a handful of times where I thought that joke is good. It needs to be somewhere. But the the, the, the section related to was a two-minute chunk that just wasn't funny. But that 20 seconds, I wanted to keep it. So that leads us to the 16th episode. Right, which is right. one I referenced earlier, which is Jerry Cagle. Uh, and we kept Mitch. We recorded the tour podcast. And so Mitch stayed around, Jerry stayed around, and we did one that was kind of more Jerry-centric. Right. <laughs> funny story. Funny story I remember about Jerry is when he was like having a heart attack, right? And like, and he's like, oh, it's probably nothing or something like that. Where, well, you know, he had, I think he had like four heart attacks before he went in. The The running theme with him, that whole show was like, Ah, it's probably nothing, but yeah, but yeah, and then it eventually came to like, our, that was a heart attack. And you, it's it's probably nothing. It's just a little shoulder pain. It's fine. And rub a yeah. little dirt on it, you know. But, yeah, he was just geez. yeah, he's just very nonchalant about these life-threatening events. <laughs> right, right. Yikes! Yeah, so, so that leads us to episode seventeen, right? Yeah, Lisa Border Rivera. She was a friend of Richard's, mm-hmm. Richard Wilson, who came on the podcast. He was just two episodes before that, he told me, he said, oh, I'm going to get some guests for you because he was kind of excited about the podcast. And Lisa came in and she showed up like it was a job interview almost. Yeah. I, don't think, mm-hmm. I don't think Richard emphasized that it was kind of a more of a comedy podcast. It didn't seem like that, yeah. And actually Richard the same way. Richard came in and he, he wanted to talk about a book that his uh, uncle had written, I believe. And mm-hmm. that's, all, that's all well and good. And we do want to talk about those things. But oh, yeah. uh, again, we're always looking for the humorous angle on it. Right, right. I think she was kind of looking for a platform for some of the things that she wanted to, to get out there, and uh, it, it's fine. We could talk about some of that stuff, but that's not the that's not the the main focus of the show. It's just to have fun and and uh, and make people laugh and give them a little a little breather in their day. And so, right. Um, and that being said, uh, we were able to edit it to the point where there was a lot of humor in it. Sure, uh, but sure. she's got a son that has autism, so we talked mm-hmm. a lot about that. Yep. And then for the second half of her interview, Richard showed up. Right, right, and that was that was kind of interesting too because I, I distinctly remember sitting back and and like kind of leaning over to you, like oh, I guess 
I guess we'll just let these guys go for a while because they hadn't seen each other for years, like since college or something. So they were having like this little reunion of the, you know, and they were talking about their college friends and the, you know, the college days and all this. It was like, all right, well, we don't have to do anything for this one. <laughs> just sit back and, and listen. But yeah. uh, so that, that was kind of an interesting, uh, interesting night. Yeah. I always got to keep in mind our audience. I don't want to have too many inside jokes. I always keep an ear out for that and try and leave in the stuff that, that might have a broader appeal. Right. We were on the outside of those jokes too. That's the thing. <laughs> like, like you said, I, I try and be conscious, especially of people that like Scott Savecco that we've known for so long. There's so many jokes from the block and everything that of course, you know, the three of us would know and that's about it. Uh, and we try and be aware of that and not, not do that kind of thing. But then, you know, <laughs> now we're on the outside <laughs> of these things too. Yeah. I thought that was, that's funny. Yeah, they- yeah, they they were having fun, and and some of yeah. those stories did make it through, and some were pretty funny. Right, um, right. Then the next episode was episode eighteen. Brian Darling. Now yep. Brian was a guy that was a Facebook friend, and somehow we started chatting, and he said, "Hey, I could be on your show when I'm in town for the high school reunion." Uh, I said, "Sure." Brian's one was interesting because when he came in, we talked about people that clam up, right? And yep. Brian maybe more so than anybody in the first year did that. And it's still a good episode. And it's a little bit more poignant. We talked a lot about him being a gay man in the 80s, a gay high schooler in the 80s. And so there's a lot of stories that I think were interesting from that aspect. And he brought a friend with him. Friend was sitting behind him. And the friend was having some fun with some of our jokes. Mm -hmm. And he was getting distracted by her laughter. And if he missed something, I, I think he was concerned something was going on behind his back. And yeah. so he clammed up even more. Yeah, I think he, I think he, I think you, you're right. I, I didn't, I didn't realize this at the time and that never makes anybody feel comfortable, you know? So. Right. Um, and um, speaking of people that, you know, you got to know after the podcast, Brian is a guy that I never really knew that well in high school. I knew okay. of him and we were friendly with each other, but I never hung out with him. Okay. Well, after the podcast, I was going to California and me and him, met together with my kids and went to Disneyland. Oh, no kidding. Oh, that's yeah. cool. It was great to get to know them really for the first time ever. Oh, that's great. Wow. Yeah. See, you know what? That's what we do here. We bring people together, you know, yeah. community. That's what we're all about. Right. Yeah. <laughs> no, so, that, that's, uh, that's cool. So like that's I said, great. I spent a whole day with Brian and, and had a lot of fun. And so uh, the next one was kind of our second big name get, which was right. Crocker Stevenson. Yep. Yep. Uh, journalist for the Journal Sentinel for years and years and years. Yeah, and he retired shortly after our episode, I think, or within think, a year. I think he just hit, hit the pinnacle, right? I mean, what else could he do at that yeah. point? So, yeah, you know. Of course, one of the big things about his episode is we talked about how he had a sudden thing with blindness came on. His sight diminished rapidly over the course of a couple of months where he went from normal sighted to legally blind over the course of a couple of months. Yeah. And, and, you know, the interesting thing was, yeah, he was legally blind. He could still see shadows and stuff. So, cause you told me this before we met him and then he walked in the office and I expected to have to like, you know, maybe we have to walk him back to it, but no, he just walked and I was like, come on, Chris, what are you, <laughs> what, what are you trying to pull here? But no, he said, yeah, for sure. You know, he's got this degenerative eye disease and had special equipment at work to work with and everything. But the thing I remember about that episode is that that's the first time Maybe the only time. I think for for sure the first time we had to beep something out. Yeah, there was, there was yeah, a word. There was a couple, couple, couple of words in there that we had to leave in because it was so funny. Couldn't have it actual the actual word. Yeah. Yeah, 
And also, there was a couple of stories you talked about, one specifically about the Timothy McVeigh execution. Oh, right. Yeah, that was wild. It was, again, you know, we go for humor, but about every four or five or six episodes, you get a serious moment that you leave in that's, that's really good. And his story about being in the room when Timothy McVeigh was executed was very chilling. Yeah, it's, it's just such a unique experience, and I've never heard anything like that before. Yeah, he was one of, what, five pool reporters yeah. invited in for this event that was really a big deal. Obviously, we're talking about Timothy McVeigh from the Oklahoma City bombings. Right, that happened right. in 1990-something, right? Yep. Yep. I forget. I don't know what year he was executed, but of course they allow a certain group of the media in there and to, to witness it. And, and he was one of the people chosen and he was really torn about that. His duty as a you know, journalist to be there, but personally he did not want to have anything to do with it. So it was a good story. That's again, episode 19. If you want to go back and listen to that, I think the first half, the last episode of that year was Gary Malik. Gary Malik yep. is a guy again, who I met just once. Mm-hmm. And I thought he could be a good guest and he came on and it was a little less humorous again and more thought provoking. He is an, an immigrant from India. Right. We spent a lot of the episode talking about his experiences of being an immigrant and also what it meant for him to be an American. Right. That was, yeah, that was cool because it, it, it had that, that different perspective, you know, and, and everything he was talking about was, was just how, fortunate he was to be in the country and how fortunate everybody is and, and the, all the things that we have. And I don't usually come into the podcast thinking like, okay, I'm going to have, you know, some kind of pivotal moment in my growth. And, and, and all of a sudden it was like, wow, I had a totally different perspective on life after talking to this guy for an hour and a half about like, you know, how, how fortunate I am and how grateful I should be to, to be in the position I am and, and everything. And, and he was doing some comedy of his own, right? He was kind right. of uh, training to, to do some stand-up stuff. No, nope. Yeah, he was working on comedy based upon his immigrant status, right? He was very positive about the American experience. That was one, maybe the first time that we uh, had to edit something out. We always yep. give people edited copy to listen to before they go out. And so they're comfortable with everything. And everybody to this point had said, fine, they liked it and let it go. There are a couple things in the podcast, or there were a couple things in the podcast that mainly, I think, dealt with his work. He wasn't sure about that. Or maybe more accurately, some things about his fellow Indian community that he thought might be uh, sensitive. And actually, we did hear feedback from him that he lost more than a few Facebook friends because of this episode, because he was frank about how essentially India wasn't measuring up to his experience as an American and uh, the positive things that he thinks America had over India and some of the people back home weren't happy with that. Yeah. Yeah. I was going to mention that too. Yeah. That he, he said, yeah, there were people that were, I think even people here that were saying, you know, like, how can you say things like, you know, about, about India like that? And, and he felt like, you know, I'm just kind of, just kind of telling about my experience and, and that's, that's my perspective on it. And, and yeah, they did not, some of the things they said, they did not appreciate. So anyway, that's uh, the wrap on season one. You're looking at a list of the 10 there. What was your favorite episode of these 10? Crocker Stevenson. Yep. Yeah, I'm going to have to agree with you on that. We meant to have him back. I haven't asked him back here yet. But he was one of those guys that really, really had fun when he was here. 
Yeah. And like we've talked about with a couple of these other people where they just, he just really went along with everything. When he added things to the podcast, he added things that you and I would add. I mean, you know, that it was just real natural, a real natural flow to it. And it was, yeah. And again, this is a guy that, that walked into the studio and we sat down and within 10 minutes, we got to have this rapport with him. And we did. Mm -hmm. Right. 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 Uh, Of course, some of that is more like Crocker is used to dealing with uh, people he doesn't know, you know, and and probably creating that rapport himself. So, you know, it's probably easier for him, but yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. People that are in the media like Mitch, like, Mm -hmm. like your brother-in-law, they're used to that type of situation. Right. And all all three of those, you know, Mitch, your brother-in-law and Crocker, they came in and right away, they got into the flow of the, of the podcast right away. Right, right. Yep. All right, well, that is a wrap on season one, even though it's been two years since it's been done. Uh, right. we're, we're working on season three here right now. Yep, season one was a good season. Back and listen to those episodes. Next week will be a typical podcast, so have a good week, and we'll see you guys next week. Yep, take care, everybody.